from him who dresses us completely in his righteousness and renews us day by day, every day. From him be all grace and mercy and peace. Amen. Our text for this morning comes from our epistle lesson where Paul calls us to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. This is our text. Maybe I'm dating myself just a little bit this morning, but I wonder if you remember when people used to use the phrase, you're putting me on. Remember when people used to say that? Doesn't seem like it happens so much anymore, but you know what it means. It means, you're joking me. I can hardly believe what you're saying. This must be some kind of kid that you're doing to me. You must be joking me. It isn't what I expected. In today's text from Ephesians, St. Paul shows us how Jesus says to us, you're putting me on. But he turns this phrase around and he gives it a whole brand new meaning. Jesus takes us out of the filthy clothes of our sin and dresses us with the white robes of his perfection and his righteousness, just as we heard in the children's time this morning. Now, as I look out at you this morning, you look great. You're all dressed up in your Sunday best, whatever that means anymore in this day and age. But I bet you're putting me on. What are you really wearing this morning? Is it the cracked clay pots that Paul sometimes talks about when he reminds us that we are simply fragile jars that crumble under the weight and the pressure and the temptations of this world? Or are you wearing the dirty rags of grudges or pride or lust or selfishness? Or are you wearing the comfortable jeans of gossip or worry or revenge? Living in clothes like that is what Paul calls living like Gentiles. Living as though God were not part of our lives or living like the world, the devil, our own sinful flesh tempt us to live. And we are all too comfortable wearing sinful clothes that are tattered and torn by our own thoughtlessness. The old clothes that we too often wear result in alienation. They result in ignorance. They maybe even result in hardness of heart. And if we're not careful, the Lord will completely harden that heart. So at the end of the day, when our nerves are frayed, we slip into the comfy callousness and loose-fitting clothes of insensitivity. And they are comfortable clothes, aren't they? Now, most of us would much rather slip into a nice, comfy pair of shorts and a t-shirt when we get home at the end of the day rather than walking around all day in suits and ties and dresses. We don't really like to wear all those dressy clothes because they're uncomfortable. Well, in the same way, our sinful nature gets pretty comfortable, doesn't it? We really don't have to put much effort into living like a Gentile. It's part of our comfortable, sinful nature. It's natural for us. It's easy for us. 
But Paul warns us this morning. In fact, he's emphatic about it. He puts an exclamation upon it. He says, that is not the way you learned Christ. You were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off that old self, to be renewed day by day, to put on the clothes of Christ's righteousness and holiness. Jesus once talked about this in one of his parables about a man who failed to put on the clothes of Christ's righteousness, and that failure resulted in that wedding guest being put into a whole lot of trouble. But when the king came in to see the guests, Jesus said, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus concludes, for many are invited, but few are chosen. So what clothes are you wearing today? When Jesus looks at us in our filthy rags, he says, you're putting me on. And he really means it. After all, that's exactly what we need to put him on. St. Paul points out that there are three things happening in our lives as Christians. Putting off, being renewed, and putting on. And the interesting thing about those three phrases in the original language is that the putting off and the putting on are a one-time, once-and-for-all, complete action. It's one and done. But the phrase, be renewed or being renewed, is a phrase that takes place over and over and over and over again, day by day, being daily renewed, moment by moment, by the grace of God in Jesus our Savior. The point is that we cannot renew ourselves. We cannot take off those fallible, old, sinful clay pots, dirty rags, comfy jeans. We cannot, by our own power, put on the righteousness of Christ. We need to be undressed by God and then dressed by him again in Christ's righteousness. It is the grace of God in Christ Jesus that renews us and dresses us in a completely fresh way every day. God's grace through his means of grace clothes us in Christ and washes our filthy rags and makes them clean again in the blood of Jesus. Jesus turned it all around completely when he said to the world, I'm putting you on. And that's what he did. He put on your clay pot, your filthy jeans. He lived in a human frame. He wore flesh and blood. He walked and talked and laughed and cried. And at the cross, he put it all on. All of your dirty rags, all of our comfy jeans, all our sin, all our darkness, all our depravity, all of our faithlessness and futility, all of our ignorance and alienation, all our callousness and coldness, all our grief and greed. Jesus was dressed in all of that so that we would be dressed in his divinity. Now, that all happened for us. It was given to us once and for all at a specific time in a specific place. 
Jesus said these words to you. He said to you, you're putting me on. And he washed you and dressed you and made you his own. When water was poured on your head and his name was placed upon you in your baptism. When we get our sins washed away in baptism, we get dressed with Jesus. Paul puts it like this in Galatians. So, in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Remember how the old hymn puts it? Jesus, thy blood and righteousness, my beauty are my glorious dress. And the other hymn says, clothed in his righteousness alone, redeemed to stand before his throne. And it isn't just at baptism, but it's at communion too. With the body and blood of Jesus flowing into us and through us, we are clothed with his, with his perfection. Jesus dresses us in his righteousness. We're putting him on. God does all of this so that we are his Renewed people created by him to be like him, to live before him in righteousness and purity, to proudly wear his clothes out into the world in our daily lives, to never cover over them with the cloak of our sinfulness or selfishness, and to be used by him to help dress others who need his love and his life and his forgiveness. Jesus already said to us once individually, you're putting me on. And he did it when we were baptized. And that was for the purpose of forgiveness in our daily lives here in time. But it has an even greater and more ultimate goal. Being dressed in his perfection on the last day. The great resurrection chapter of the Bible that Paul writes, 1 Corinthians 15, he says it like this. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. And the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. And now listen to this language. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Jesus will speak to each of you, to each of us on the last day, and he will say, now you're putting me on. St. John saw it with his own eyes as he saw his revelation. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. What better clothes could we wear? It's no joke. Jesus has put us on so that we would put him on today and tomorrow and forever. He renews us day by day. So I want you to remember that tomorrow morning when you wake up, you'll be lying there comfortably in your bed, maybe far too comfortably in your sin. And then I would encourage you to pray the simple prayer that Jesus taught you in your baptism. Three words. Jesus, dress me.
and he will. Amen.